All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast. A podcast about all things, nothing, and everything in between. We are so glad that you, Louisville's Best listeners, are joining us for another week, another episode, and maybe even another pair of socks from Brian. But hey, <laughs> around the room, let's see how everybody's doing. We got a full house. So let's see how everyone is doing. Brian, how are you? And Brian, which uh, which full house uncle did you want to be as a child? Oh, no. <laughs> uncle Jesse. <laughs> Solid. That's why my hair looks like it does. Inspired by Uncle Jesse. Absolutely. I hope to look halfway as good as that man does when I get to his age. Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. I, I remember watching... Uh, Charlie, what was the show on Fox made by Ryan Murphy? Not Glee, but the scare one. Uh, Scream Queens? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Jesse was in that, like, and I would look up, and he was like 60 years old, and I'm like, man, if I could look like what Uncle Jesse looks like at it's, 60, yeah. at the age of like 35. Oh, yeah. We, we, we missed the part, though, about needing to be from Greece, I think. That's uh, the, uh, but. Charlie, how are you, buddy? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I got lots of dogs to take care of. Uh, for the month of June, I spent a total of seventy-two hours at home. The rest of the time was with dogs. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect uh, yeah. thing for you, isn't it? Yeah, and I have uh, one week I'm off this this month. Okay, I mean, so, I, yeah. I know you can't say which dog's your favorite because you just can't do that to those puppies. But Clyde. what's oh, that's Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> what Clyde. about Clyde stands out the most, Charlie? Uh, if uh, if I were a dog, I'd be Clyde. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. He doesn't like doesn't like to be active. He's food motivated. Um, he's adorable. All the things I am. <laughs> definitely, he definitely would be Margot. Now, you 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 didn't ask who my favorite old uh, uh, Full House uncle was. Well, I got sidetracked. So, Charlie, which uh, Full House uncle did you inspire to be? Aspire well, to be? You 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 ought to know. Uh, Uncle Joey. Uh, Yes, Uncle Joey cut it out, Charlie. All right, Uh, John, how are you, man? Doing good. And uh, which which, uh, Full House uncle did you aspire to be? I guess I'd have to go with Joey, too, because there's just no way you can be John Stamos. You wanted to be Ranger Rick with that squirrel puppet, Yeah, well, the puppet was cool. He's goofy and stupid. (laughs) Well, what's that? Whatever it was, yeah. (laughs) Uh, To be honest with you, I hated Full House. I just I despised it. That's the reason I get so much pleasure out of those um, those very special episodes we were watching the other night. Yeah, that's a wrap for this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, just Full House wasn't my thing. Louisville's not so bad, well, yeah. Here yeah. and all the way down in Texas, how are you, buddy? John was jealous of the hair. That's I'm what doing it was. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Aaron D- doing all right. Yeah, uh, I'm scared to ask this He's question. He's gonna be a Jesse. Look at his hair. I'm scared to ask this question. Aaron. I mean, the, the answer is obvious. Come on, it's it's Bob Saget, right? <laughs> of course. No, it's it's Aunt Becky. <laughs> she had good hair. That's she did have good hair. Hired to be, huh? He yeah, wanted to, I don't uh, want to be in jail. Yeah, I want to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, if uh, I have to lo- say this real, real quick. Yeah, real quick. I haven't. I haven't seen Aaron in a long time, and seeing him on this feed, he looks like the narrator for the song "Country Boy Can Survive." <laughs> I don't get that the, reference the beard, at all. The hair, yeah. He looks, he looks like a non-drunk <laughs> version of Hank Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, it's a compliment, sir. It should be yes. 
It's funny that it, it, Brian had similar reactions. Not Country Boy Can Survive reactions, but similar reactions to seeing Aaron on the camera. He was just like, "Whoa!" And then he saw all his Transformers and Brian. Yeah, I have right. to I have to tell you this because you'll you'll be you'll probably start crying when when I say it. But Susie has just recently discovered the joys of early 1960s country female artists. Oh my gosh! Like yes. Patsy Cline and she Loretta looked, Lynn. She needs to come up to like the 80s, like Juice Newton. Oh and, yeah, oh, she. Yeah. She was listening. She's like, listen to the song. It's not really politically <laughs> correct, but I love it. And stand by your man. God bless her. Like, God bless her. I was like, have you heard Fall to Pieces? She's like, no. Oh. oh. So she was totally into Patsy Klein out today. It was cool. Oh. I thought you'd like that. Oh, I'd love that. That's awesome. Like, that warms my heart. My my, my middle child. Continuing to throw things onto the salad bar of her musical uh, tastes. Kelsey yes. actually was kind of like the other day. She's like, you know, Dad, I think I'm kind of liking this country music thing. And I was like, really? Keep it going, girl. Keep it going. Shout out Just remember, heart, right? if they don't even call you by your name, <laughs> tell them to take that job and shove it. I'm going to try to learn to play that here soon. That's awesome. I'm going to try to learn to play that tomorrow, John Farner. Yeah. It'll only take him 15 It'll minutes. It'll take him 15 to 30 <laughs> minutes. I mean, it takes him 10 to get everything tuned in and then 5 to learn it, so yeah. that's how it works. It's a rough life. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you yeah. play by ear, what can when I say? When you draw like Picasso and play <laughs> oh, like... Oh, no, ain't that great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I have a, a, a... I did learn how to play the Chris Cornell version of uh, Billie Jean the other night, so really? that was pretty cool, yeah. It's Not Billie like, Jean King, right? No, just oh, okay. Billie Jean. Oh. It's not my lover. Come She's just on. a girl. Oh, gotcha. She says that I am the one, but the kid. Sure. It's not my son. Whatever you say. Teach yeah. mm. her. <laughs> Whatever you say. All right. So, uh, sure thing, man. Yeah, we believe Every it. once on, in bro. a while, we decide to just derail the podcast completely and let Aaron kind of take the reins. And uh, So we're talking about popcorn this week, right? No, oh. we're not. Uh, Hot buttered rolls? Half pops. <laughs> Cheeseburgers? Pizzas? Uh, I Corn dogs? I had a list. Hot dogs? And sometimes when <laughs> I come up a list, Aaron just gets even better versions of the list. So... Uh, we're going to talk about crazy movie and TV Salad theories. Favorite ranch, by the way. It's ranch. <laughs> Balsa <or> strawberry. <laughs> um, so Aaron, Honey mustard. Makes me gag. I'm like, I, I have a couple that I looked up myself. Honey mustard's girl. So I may interject here and there, but Aaron, let's hear. <laughs> me and Brian what, are doing a sub podcast. Hold on. on. Let me say this. This all came to mind because I was reading croutons an article the other croutons? day. You know, would you... It's got to have you got to have croutons. Bacon so not, bits. Not gonna, I read an article the other day where Jack and the Titanic is actually uh, the the Titanic is actually a Jack term, is actually Terminator prequel. That's bulk. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dumb. Now, why in the world? What in the world? What the heck? That, okay, now you got me triggered on this episode. Uh-huh. How in the world can you Give mix? Give me your clothes, your boots, and your friends' style. <laughs> well, the only thing I, is I, there's I, not actually a Terminator in it. He's He is playing roles similar to Kyle Reese in the first one where he saves Sarah. He So the theory... What? Well, let me say it, That's John. Stupid. The theory is that Rose is a grandparent of Sarah. Sarah Connor. And that he has to save her from dying on the Titanic, so that John can be born. That's and in part. So the reason is is because there are a lot of historical inaccuracies in the movie Titanic. Well, of course. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hollywood made a movie that wasn't historically accurate. Yeah. Hold on. Shocker. Yeah. But basically, there are several references that Jack makes that are actually things that happened in the future. Like he talks about fishing uh, on Lake Wasota near Chippewa Falls. I probably said that wrong. But that lake wasn't made until five years after the Titanic sank. 
He's also has a rucksack that wasn't invented until 1939 by the Swiss Army. His hairstyle doesn't fit the period, et cetera, et cetera. So somebody basically took the time travel theory and then said, hey, what if we also put in the Terminator theory that he was basically keeping the the Connor lineage alive? Well, I think he was Captain America's great-grandfather. Come on. That's just stupid. This All is, right. Never mind. I read this article, and that's what inspired this wonderful podcast, which is going to make John lose his mind. <laughs> So, Aaron, we already know what I think about the Titanic in that moment so, of the movie. The movies. I, I literally stood up in the theater and clapped when he when she let him go. I was like, typical. You did not. I did too. Everybody's you? over there crying. Jack's dead. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. You. She dropped him like a cold turkey. <laughs> I went and saw it in theaters five times. Oh my! Gosh. I went with uh, Doug and another friend of ours. <laughs> And another friend of ours' girlfriend, and the other friend of ours and his girlfriend made out the entire movie while Doug and I just sat there. And watched them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how were, it went. Were you like, draw me like one of your French girls, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> and he did. It was amazing. Okay, Aaron. Right, right there in the theater. Right there in the theater. I just laid right there. I happened to be wearing a, a wonderful necklace. You had a strategically placed popcorn bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, had to get the extra large bucket that night. <laughs> All right, Aaron. All right, let's go. All right, so we'll, we'll start with some uh, classic theories. Uh, first one, James Bond is a code name, not his actual name. So that, that that's why there's been so many different James Bond actors. You know, one dies off or retires, and they just replace him with a new 007. I can see that. That's like the doctor in Doctor Who. I didn't, I didn't know that was that theory. I thought that was canon. I don't think it's ever well, actually been it, specifically, explicitly said in there. It, it's just kind of what everybody has assumed. And I think the movies have been just played into it. I'm not positive, though. Until they started remaking older movies, and now it's kind of muddled, but whatever. Um, next one is that Ferris Bueller does not exist. That Cameron uh, imagined the whole thing. He's imagining what a perfect you know, uh, what his life could be a perfect version of himself. And really it's just Cameron imagining it all. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't like that movie. I don't John, care. John bought into the James Bond one. Ferris Bueller, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Cut it out. Cut it out. Uncle Jesse. All right. So here's one for Brian. Uh, Aladdin takes place in a post-apocalyptic future. Now, Aaron, hold on. Is it post-apocalyptic? Or is it uh, <laughs> dystopian? Dystopian. Is there a is there an oppressing for government or leadership force? It's not oppressive. It's the Sultan. I mean, is it Jaf- Jafar? I mean, they are they are threatening to cut off his hand, but he was stealing, which is common. Mm. Well, it would be so far so into the future, we... post-apocalyptic, that it would be peaceful again. Okay. Ha- so how do we get to that? It's in the future. Because the the guy at the beginning who is supposed to be the genie is talking about Tupperware. He's talking about all these future references. Oh, so you're you're going Titanic about. on me, right? <laughs> right. Let's not do a Titanic again. <laughs> but it's a well. Never mind. John, yeah. he's protecting. Mm. The I mean, that's. I, I don't know if I can get behind that one or not. I thought you were going to go with the like, you know, that like the Frozen sisters are related to Tarzan, <laughs> and then that's Belle and Beast, and that's so. that's true. They are related. To oh Tarzan, my God. But that's no, not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron, let me let me jump in. I've got one here. Okay, you ready? Okay. Charlie, right. this one's for you. All right. 
Uh, you've seen Cabin in the Woods. You like that movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Willy Wonka killed and sacrificed those kids, Cabins in the Woods style. <laughs> the end of Josh Whedon's Cabin in the Woods laid out a few few rules for making a sacrificial offering to summon demonic beings to destroy the world. And one fan theory noticed that Willy Wonka is basically following the same formula while giving the children a tour of his factory. Who has this much time? I don't know, people. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, Not us. Real quick, yeah. um, real quick Tim, Tim, since this is your theory, um, which one of the children, the under teenage girl, is going. considered to be the harlot? Uh, I... I, I I'm just reading it. I'm getting getting there. I'm getting there. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'll answer it. I'll answer it. Aaron's like, I got this one. I got it. Aaron's like, tag, I'm in. Tag me in. Tag me in. They they have to die in a certain order. So it was a Gustus Goop. Gustus Goop was the harlot. Yeah, you're exactly right. His lust for food food leads to his downfall. Violet's the athlete, who is the gum-chewing champion brought down by an athletic challenge. Veruca is the fool, a spoiled brat who blindly runs for clearly dangerous squirrels. Uh, Mike is the scholar, a television expert taken down by his arrogance. And finally, Charlie's the virgin, mostly because he was pure and innocent, besides that burping soda thing. But uh, <laughs> there you go. So uh, Willy Wonka basically stopped woods. a demon from being summoned by killing all those all right. No, he didn't, because Charlie survived. Well, but mm. the virgin is optional. Mm. Yeah. Wow. We've I, got to go through these game I, rules. I, 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 haven't, uh, I, I haven't seen Kevin in the Woods as much as Aaron and, and Charlie, so I'm glad they corrected me. <laughs> that is a great film. There you go. I've, I've watched it more times than I could care to mention. <laughs> there you go. So how do you feel about that theory, uh, Charlie? Um, I don't hate it as much as John hates the Titanic Terminator theory, but I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> okay. That's good. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. <laughs> All right, Aaron, back to you. Tag you back So in. I have... I have another Willy Wonka theory. I think we've talked about this before, that Snowpiercer is a sequel to Willy Wonka, that this is what Charlie did with the Chocolate Factory. He built this train to save the world, and all the like people they're encountering on the trains are older versions of the kids. So you have, uh, the, the what is it, Tilda Swinson? Is that who's in it? Yeah. So, yeah. so she's uh, Veruca Salt and... There, there's a list of them. You can you can make the comparisons, and there's W's all over the train for Wonka. It's and then they're making the food and all that. So it's there's a lot of uh, things that connect. Okay, all right. Not as not as strong as uh, some of the other ones, Aaron. But we'll we'll give you a pass. Snowpiercer is too good a movie to have that stupidity <laughs> wrapped up in it. <laughs> That's not an old and grizzled. I I was on the snow piercer myself. (laughs) When you spend as much time on a train going around the circle. Uh, I don't have the full details of this theory, but at one time there was the theory that Jar Jar Binks was in fact a Sith Lord. But I actually read another portion of he's a theory. Too stupid for that. that. He's he not Sith Lord. He's the greatest Jedi of all time. That he wasn't just a Sith Lord. Oh my god! Now, John, you might get behind this one. Okay, he oh. actually was. Snoke in the sequels. I would love that. <laughs> Watch him get gutted, cut in half, have his stupid tongue hanging off his stupid mouth. What a dumb character. Yeah, he was too good a Jedi. They would, oh, Misa. Misa gonna go on something. Yeah, the final film should have opened with like like the scene of Golem where he, he goes through his transformation. So start with Jar Jar, <laughs> then he turns into Snoke by the end of it. Yeah, Snoke mm. 
That would have been good. All right, Aaron. I hate that character. Tagging you back in. I hate the Gungans. (laughs) Finding Nemo. Nemo died in the original slaughter of the whole family, and now Marlon is just imagining all this and going through the five stages of grief. Now you see how I feel. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Now, listen, Brian. Brian gets all triggered on the uh, Disney stuff. (laughs) Disney stuff. I I just watched the movie and enjoy it. Because it's not any fun. Good the fun career. part is trying to make up stupid theories about how it all connects to Titanic. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what really so killed does, the family how does was that the Titanic wrote over their coral reef think, beds. Think about this, John. In, in Australia. John, John, think about the Celine Dion hit song for Titanic. 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 Uh-huh. Near, far, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. talking about the Terminators. Coming after them doesn't matter wherever you go. That's no, probably talking about Nemo's school of fish now. No, it no, be it's talking about you can, where, you can go near, you can go far, wherever you are. We it will been, find it, you. It would have been better if she'd been on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> near. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Celine. Wow, Celine, a faithful listener. Don't say to that. Show. Don't say that in front of my wife. You'll get you'll get a Mark Speedstore right. moment. How about another one? She's, She's Celine Dion. Right. Crazy. Right. She'd be like, we go. Salt pepper shaker upside your head. Oh, no. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Kevin from Home Alone grew up to become the jigsaw murderer. <laughs> what? Because he set up from all those song. traps. He got practice as a kid. Oh, my He was good torturing Lord. people. <laughs> this has gotten <laughs> Charlie, ridiculous. is this a fan theory you can get behind? Yes. <laughs> I'm done. I'll I see mean, y'all I later. What do you think, Teddy? Got behind it. He, <laughs> he made don't all those leave friends. <laughs> He made that Brian, video about. <laughs> wow, Aaron Brian just left. Brian the show. just walked off the set. You don't. Oh, if that, if that last theory. No, made you, him he mad, might come back, Aaron. Wait, okay. Wait till you hear the next one. <laughs> Skip it. Come back. Come back to it. All right. So while we're waiting for Brian to come back, let's talk about the song Friday. Well, Rebecca Black Friday. Rebecca Black Friday. It's not a movie or TV show, but it's a it's a classic YouTube video. Uh, classic actually, is is a strong word. <laughs> it's actually about the JFK assassination. <laughs> Charlie, like that the one. man. All right, so let me read you the list. The man driving the car was Samuel Kicken. Kicken in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. The assassination occurred on a Friday. And after JFK was shot, the Secret Service told Jackie Kennedy to get down. Gotta get down on Friday. <laughs> and this might the be cold. the most. This might be the most believable theory. Yeah, ever. I'm kind of like, really? Yeah, that's that kind of <laughs> all sticks together. And you missed it, Brian. You missed the most believable theory. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Buzz is Buzz Lightyear too. Well, but uh, okay. So, was the when was the song made? It was like seven years ago. Okay, well then that could be. Uh, who cares? I mean, that's not even really. Some, it'd be different if the song was made before. Yeah. The, the yeah, but it's like the dumbest song ever. So I mean, but even if she is at that point, so what? I mean, there's nothing spooky or so goofy, goofiness the, in it. I mean, the song. The song was written by Jack and the Titanic because he's a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> well, if he yeah. was such a good time traveler, no, never mind. Why didn't he save the Titanic? No, yeah, he well, saved her because the rest of the Titanic didn't matter. No, John Jacob Astor didn't matter. All right. <laughs> so let's, let's go to the final theory. Oh, Brian, he said he saved this one for you. Tread, tread lightly. Tread lightly, Aaron. It's about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> All right, I'm down with this one so far. 
in the opening song, he dies in the fight on the basketball court, and the taxi cab is taking him to heaven in Bel Air. Okay. <laughs> so how's the rest of his family fit into this? Well, there are four there are relatives, like his ideal of a perfect life. And so whenever his mom and dad visit, that's them visiting his grave. That's them showing up at his I thought you were going to say like life. Uncle Phil was God because he's a judge, isn't he? Oh, that that's good. I like that. I like it. I like it. And uh and and what's the butler's name? Uh, I don't even know. Well, Oh, he's 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 Paul or, or Peter, whoever welcomes you at the whoever pearly the, gates. Ooh, whoever the gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah, the gatekeeper. yeah exactly. He's <laughs> oh, and then wait, wait, Jazzy Jeff is the devil. He's always trying to sneak into heaven. They keep throwing him out. <laughs> Here's you go. Carlton. Then. Charlie, what are you gonna say? Well, the name of the butler was Jeffrey. There you go, Jeffrey. Okay. Jeffrey. There yeah, you who go. is Carlton in this in this theory? I, I don't no. want to say that, Jesus, the Son of no, God. No, but no, Aaron, stop. It's got to be John the Baptist. <laughs> I said I did want to say it. John, John, John the Baptist. Okay, well, it's a theory, so I think it can be said. I mean, you All know, right, it's not... fine. John He's is... obviously Jonah. Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> that show was oh. insane. Uh, can, I, can I share a, a yeah, fan theory? of course. Absolutely. My favorite, my favorite movie fan theory is that John Wick... Ooh. Is the alternate reality where uh, Ted went to military school? <laughs> That's awesome. I can get behind that one. Yeah. Yeah. one. I can see that. I like that. Um, I got a couple others here. They're not as good. Let me see here, Aaron. This one is specifically for you because you're a Futurama guy. Ooh. I, oh, 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 John too. I've been rewatching them all. I love Futurama. So Bender, as you know him in the show is not the same vendor robot that you know in the Futurama pilot. So the, the theory is that Bender, that all Futurama fans know, is a reckless, misanthropic criminal. But according to a fan theory, the foul-mouthed robot is only this way due to an electrical issue that we see in the pilot. In the show's the first episode, Bender is uncharacteristically depressed <laughs> after learning that he's been making suicide booths. <laughs> Another important fa- important facet of the theory is that when Bender reboots, his personality is set to the mode that befits his surroundings, which happens in the episode where he becomes a penguin. Uh, this theory states that when Bender gets electrocuted in the Hall of Criminals, because he's in the Hall of Criminals, when he reboots, he reboots to a criminally a criminal personality of himself. It would make sense. Yeah, he's totally, and, he acts totally different in the in the pilot. Yeah, the the pilot he's actually trying to use a suicide booth in the very first one. Yeah, okay, I can get you know to be honest, with you, I can get behind that watching. I'm a Futurama guy. I've, okay, okay, I like it. Yeah, that can get behind that. Nice, nice. Uh, any other any other theories, John? Do you have any movie or fan theories? I don't get into I it too like, much, so I, I do not have one. I, I don't have anything mm. that that we considered. Uh, fan theory or or anything of, of the like, just don't don't have anything. Nothing like Indiana Jones, same reality as like Star Wars. No, or I, like I, that. I don't. Like I said, I'm. I shared mine last podcast. I'm not trying to be the the guy on the podcast tonight, but you just you struck out with me on the Titanic one at the oh, very beginning, and I've just been kind of like, Rrr. no, I don't I don't do that very much. All right, uh, I like listening to girls. It's fun to. Yeah. So, Charlie, here's one more for you. Kill Bill. And From Dusk Till Dawn are movies within the same Tarantino universe. Uh, I, I think so, yeah. I mean, once again, I didn't think that was a fan theory. It was canon. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of always been a, a thought that all of his movies are in the same universe, right? Yes. Uh, now, this isn't a fan theory, but it's it's not a well-known fact. Um, in From Dust Till Dawn, they're trying to get to El Rey. That's where they're trying to get in Mexico. Okay. Um, El Rey is hell. Like, that's actually in in Mexican gangster folklore that they're all going to end up in El Rey, which is the gangster's hell. Okay. That's what they deserve. Um, so at the end, when she wants to go with him, he says, I'm not a blank, but I'm not that I'm a blank, but I'm not that much of a blank. He won't take her to hell with him because he doesn't want her to be harmed. But yeah, that's another Tarantino fan theory. Um, also another Tarantino fan theory. And, and, Tarantino has said that there is nothing like we don't. He doesn't never wrote what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. He right. never wrote that. It was always up to interpretation. But my favorite theory is that it's Marcellus Washington's soul. That's actually on this list. I just didn't know enough about it to say it, but I'm, I'm, I'm I want to yeah. hear it. So that's why everybody is kind of like confused. They're like in awe and like almost like tearful when they see it. And at one point, he uh, Tim Roth's character says, is that what I think it is? Because it's got this, like, heavenly aura. But the theory is is that he had it removed. And so there's a theory that our soul is in our spine. There's a silver thread is what it's called. It's supposed to be what holds our soul. And Marcellus Washington has a band-aid at the base of his skull first time we see him. Um, that's not from his trip to the pawn shop. It's before that. Um <laughs> And uh, that the college students were trying to figure out how to get it back into his body, but they couldn't figure it out. So that's why the hitmen were sent to kill him. Okay, huh. and get it back. Okay, that's that's kind of actually that was really interesting. I like the silver thread theories; those are cool. Uh, the uh, another an another fan theory on that is that it's actually a piece of the the gate the uh, golden street from heaven. That that's why also kind of the same thing is that somehow this gangster was able to find this piece of heaven somehow, and these college students were or the 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 guys they all killed were supposed to like authenticate it, and they couldn't figure it out because it's not from this world, and so that's why everybody's in all of it. But I still like that it's his soul. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. All right, uh, Aaron, do you have any others, or are you, are you done? Are you all done? Uh, there was one I was trying to find that I read earlier, and I'm having trouble finding it about the thing about the ending about who is really infected. I think I read that one as well. Um, it has to do with him drinking something, and and the one character knows that that's gasoline that the other character just dr- drank. It's not. And... It's not Kurt Russell's character. It's the other character that drinks it. And Charlie, yeah. you, you probably know more about the thing than than I do. Yeah, you know, I've never seen it actually. Not all the way through. One time. Really. Wow. I'm not a fan of body horror. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've, I've only seen parts of it, so I agree. I don't. I don't know enough about it to to say one way or the other. Brian, I've got one more for you. Okay, mm-hmm. it's about Jurassic World. Okay. okay, the Indominus Rex is hyper intelligent, which includes toying with various humans and gets in his way, killing for the fun of it, and letting loose pterodactyls to distract the helicopter that's chasing it, because they actually infuse human DNA also while creating it. That would not surprise me one bit. Ooh, we actually got Brian on board with a theory. We got John on board, Brian on board. 
Uh, we didn't even talk about Sandy and Grease, but that's I know, okay. I know, I know. I, I thought that was a, a, a pretty well-known one, that she died at the beginning of that one. He didn't want to bring it up because he doesn't want me to sing the Grease song. Oh, I would so. love to see that. I would love to listen to that. <laughs> More so hey, than your crazy Macaulay Culkin theories, but... Uh, Here's one Brian, from the. Hold okay, on. go ahead, Charlie. I don't, I don't know much about that one, Brian. Could you tell me more? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I need a that, was, rim. that was good, Charlie. I need a rim shot on you here. Do. All for right, our Aaron. listeners at home, for just to uh, finish that thought up, the listeners at home, uh, the theory is that Sandy drowned at the beginning, and she's imagining, you know, this whole scenario. Oh, she's dreaming it in her coma. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. All right, Aaron, I think you uh, had one more, and we'll call it a show. Okay, so this theory goes with, back to the original Star Trek movie where they encounter Vigor, which, spoilers, is the Voyager satellite that NASA sent off eons ago. And eons ago. <laughs> decades ago. And at the end of the movie, the humans merge with Vigor. And the, so the theory is that that's the creation of the Borg. Now, if you mix up the letters in Vigor, you get Borg. See, I've heard and that so, one. I've heard that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Oh. You got John to buy in on the two different theories, Aaron. Yeah, that's that's actually a really cool one. That's a Star Trek theory. I mean, I, I, can, get, I can get behind a Star Trek theory. Right, as long as you don't bring the Titanic in on it, we're good. Uh, have you heard the one about RoboCop? No. <laughs> no. We're not going to do that one. All right. Thank you so much for <laughs> tuning into the show. Uh, if you'd like to catch more of us, you can take us, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and John's new favorite, Overcast. Overcast. And don't right. forget, this week's podcast socks are Star Wars socks <laughs> available. Send us a message. Uh, but anyways, I am sorry, Brent. Stay solid, my friends. Eric. Did you know Fight Club's actually about Calvin Hobbes?